I share credit for this commentary with Miranda Devine. Does anybody believe that if Kyle Rittenhouse would have been black on his back in the street and threatened with death, he would have been accused of racism for shooting the men threatening him? The liberal left refuses to look at the evidence surrounding Kyle Rittenhouse's trial. They have purposely misled the American people, but tried to make the Rittenhouse case about race. But it's about class, punching down a white working class son of a single mother because it makes them feel good. They lie about him because they can. The central media narrative is that Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist whose mother drove him across state lines with an AR-15 to shoot Black Lives Matter protesters. Blatant lies. So let's go through ten lies about Rittenhouse that were debunked in court. All three of the men he shot in self-defense during violent riots in Kenosha on August 25 last year were white. Not a single black person involved. Rittenhouse lived just 20 minutes from Kenosha in Antioch, Illinois, with his mother and sisters. But his father, grandmother, aunt, uncle, cousins, and best friends all live in Kenosha. He had a job there as a lifeguard and worked a shift there on August 25 before helping clean graffiti left by rioters at a local school. There, he and his friend were invited to join other adults who had been asked by the owners of a used car lot in Kenosha to guard the property after 100 cars had been torched the previous night when police abandoned the town to the rioters. Kyle had a gun to protect himself since the rioters were violent and armed, including, for instance, Antifa medic Gage Grosskreutz, who lunged at him with a loaded Glock pointed at Rittenhouse's head. The next lie was that Rittenhouse took an AR-15 across state lines. His rifle had been kept in a safe at his best friend's stepfather's house in Kenosha. He did not cross a state line with a weapon. The gun was not illegal. Under Wisconsin law, he was entitled to possess the AR-15 as a 17-year-old. The judge dismissed the gun charge, which the prosecution never should have brought in the first place. The lie that Rittenhouse's mother drove him across state lines was also proven to be a lie. Wendy Rittenhouse, 46, never drove to Kenosha that day. She slept late the morning of August 25 after working a 16-hour shift at a nursing home near her home in Illinois. Kyle had already gone to his job in Kenosha when she woke up. Why have you not heard those pertinent details from the media? Then-candidate Joe Biden labeled Rittenhouse a white supremacist in a tweet showing the teenager's photograph. That accusation has become holy writ, 
but there is zero evidence of it. Biden is too feeble-minded to recognize that a white supremacist does not go out looking for white men to shoot. The FBI scoured Kyle's phone and found nothing about white supremacy or militias. All they saw were pro-police, Blue Lives Matter posts from a kid who had been a police and fire department cadet who wanted to be a police officer or paramedic and once sat near the front of a Trump rally. That was enough for the media to brand him as a white supremacist. Another lie was that Rittenhouse had flashed white power signs. They pictured him making an OK sign with his thumb and forefinger, something Joe Biden does quite often and something that I am fond of doing. Matthew Modine, another celebrity big mouth, spread the lie that Kyle wore gloves to cover his fingerprints. But he wore the gloves because he was giving first aid to protesters. His face was bare, so he was hardly trying to hide himself. Judge Bruce Schroeder was labeled a Trumpy racist, biased toward the defense. In fact, Schroeder is a Democrat. He ran as a Democrat in the Wisconsin Senate and was first appointed by a Democrat governor. A vigilante is someone who chases down others. In the Rittenhouse case, it was the three men he shot that chased him down. Kyle was trying to get away from them. He fell and was lying on his back when these three less-than-reputable white men surrounded him, kicked him in the head, slammed him with a skateboard, and then pointed a loaded gun at his head in such a circumstance. Who would not have defended themselves? Only because the public was able to see and hear the evidence for themselves did they become aware of the dishonesty of the media coverage, which threatened a fair trial and ensured riots should Kyle be acquitted. What has happened to the American media is sickening. They are the biased ones. Many years ago, I decided to use my research talents and voice to expose the lies of the media. This case is proof that they cannot be trusted. How much of the details that I just gave you were you told by the media? In their contrived scenario, Kyle Rittenhouse had no business in Kenosha, no need to carry a gun for protection in a riot zone, and was a white supremacist. All lies. They knew it was all lies, and yet they spread them around without a conscience. Do we want to trust juries in these court cases or rely on mob vengeance? I'll trust the jury. Kyle Rittenhouse should be a rich man after the lawsuit's over. All who lied about him should be sued, especially Joe Biden, MSNBC, and CNN. Biden ran for president by saying he wanted to unite America. Yet he stupidly jumped the gun before the case was even tried. Kamala Harris also jumped the gun and slandered Kyle. My greatest concern about this case is that the media purposely kept the facts from the American people. 
If they can do that to Rittenhouse, you or I could be next. Trusting the media is like trusting a wino to put a cork in it. Thank you for listening today. I'll be back again next weekend, God willing. Same time and same station. And God bless America.